Welcome back to the final episode of season three of Making a Martini, or as some like to call it, the season three finale. I am your host, Caleb Biggles, and what a season it's been. Uh, definitely the, the biggest yet. So many new faces and um, so many solo episodes where it was just me. So many weeks that I skipped because my life got a little too busy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm going to try not to do that in the future. Okay. You know, we started this season off with, um, you know, a four episode release covering uh, the Harry Potter reunion, Ted Lasso, which we don't still don't have a new season. <laughs> so it's been over a year. Just saying. Uh, me learning how to play football. Um, and making the Martinis look at the Scream franchise and the real-life story it was based off of. Which, I don't know if any of you heard this, but, like, out in Idaho or Utah or one of those states that looks like they got nuked, um, an actual version of Scream happened there back in, like, November, I think. Someone, not sure if they caught this person yet, but someone murdered, like, three or four high school students, and they think it was someone close to them. <laughs> Clearly, I did no research on that. Anyway... Uh, back to making a martini. What else happened? I got to meet and interview the wonderful and talented Dylan Diaz, Jake Waters, and Micah Martinez, and we talked about the art of making porn, which to date is the longest episode, uh, and truly a wonderful one. I can't wait to have them back. We did a Valentine's Day photo shoot with the help of Adele Stewart, Hannah Ray, and Chaz Moon, three of my very dearest friends, and as of this season, they've all been on the podcast at least once. Um, and it was a fun fucking photo shoot. We had a blast. Um, I had my very first lawyer come on the show and talk through the ins and outs of one of the biggest pieces of shit bills to come to light this year, the Don't Say Gay Bill. And then I wound up being on a little show called Rock of Ages, so I took a break from the podcast a little bit. But I was so fucking phenomenal, you guys. If you saw it, you know. And if you didn't, then go fuck yourself. <laughs> Uh, what else? I got to dive into the world of full frontal male nudity in TV and film that has been spurting up all over the place recently, pun intended. So many dicks on my screen lately, you guys. And not just from porn, because, I mean, obviously I see them there, too. Things got a little super spooky when I started talking about conspiracy theories like Pizzagate and Area 51. And then opening, you know, the dark world of the smiley face killer, in which on that episode, you can literally hear me jump out of my chair and skin because I think there's someone behind me while I'm recording. Now I sit in front of a window so I can see exactly who's if there's anybody behind me. Uh, we talked about the All-American Girls Baseball League, alternate movie endings, movies from my childhood, or at least mine and my guests', guests childhoods. Uh, we played Password, Drunk Password. Um, I told you about the struggle and, and benefit and uh, joy and pain of coming out as, you know, anything other than straight. And even had my first episode that I wasn't even really a part of, thanks to my guest hosts, Phil Saunders and Adele Stewart. Uh, making a martini past the 10,000 download milestone. And we have just been crazy taking off since. And we actually just passed 4,000. So that's like 4,000. and Or we just passed 14,000. I'm sorry. Um, which So that's like. 4,000 in three months, which is crazy. Bananas. Uh, we created the Making a Martini News update, which a lot of people seem to like, with the exception of my Kirstie Alley joke. Guess it was too soon. Sorry. Um, but don't worry, you're going to be getting another news bulletin coming up here shortly. You know, 
Uh, and maybe most importantly, the biggest thing for Making a Martini this whole year was that we won and were named the second best podcast in Pittsburgh in City Paper's Best of the Berg, which is incredible. And that was tr- truly all thanks to you, my dear, dear, dear listeners. Um, you know, it, it, you guys voted, so... And I promise that season four is only going to get bigger and better, you cunts. So today (laughs) we are going to be talking about New Year, New Year's resolutions. Something, you know, I'm sure everyone knows about, can speak to, (laughs) whether you hate them or love them. I don't know, kind of on the fence. I mean, I do like them, but whatever. But that's what we're talking about today. But first, of course, a Making a Martini special news bulletin. Welcome back to another Making the Martini special news bulletin. Here's what's making news. Well, the moment we were all waiting for has finally come. Donald Trump's tax returns have been released to the public, and no one fucking understands what they mean. But don't worry, that sure doesn't stop every non-accountant I know from opening their wide, flapping gums and talking about it. And I'm talking to both sides here. If you don't understand how taxes work like most of America, then shut the fuck up. And if you do understand how taxes work, then fucking break down what this shit means in terms that everyone can understand. Don't assume that I know what any of the line items on his returns are. I don't. I use goddamn TurboTax and usually have to have the computer-generated assistant help me with every question. Her name is Pam, and she is the closest thing I will ever get to being in an intimate relationship with a female. And look, I'm not going to talk about the tax returns because, like I said, I don't understand them. But from what I see, little baby boy Trump dump might be in some hot water. And this isn't even putting into account all the stuff with the January 6th committee, which I also don't understand. But man, those witnesses coming forward are no damn joke, and I am living for it. Speaking of flaming assholes, social media influencer Andrew Tate has been arrested in Romania, all thanks to a bruised, toxic, straight man ego, after he responded with a video to Greta Thunberg following a Twitter fight that were um, they were both involved in about pollution in the environment, etc., whatever. In the video, Tate asks someone off-camera to bring him pizza boxes and then states that these pizza boxes will not be recycled, you know, something to piss her off. Unfortunately, the pizza boxes were from a local chain pizza shop in Romania that gave the Romanian police everything they needed to track him down and arrest him. Tate has been arrested on charges of trafficking and rape in Romania after holding two women there against their will uh, and forcing them to participate in pornographic acts that were filmed and spread out on different platforms. What a fucking piece of shit. In response to his arrest, Greta so lovingly and thoughtfully uh, and fiercely tweeted, and I quote, This is what happens when you don't recycle your pizza boxes. Fucking legend. So hopefully that's all we hear from Tate again, ever. And unfortunately for him, the only pizza toppings you get in Romania are cheese and prison anal. Speaking of cheese, Canada... Canada has issued a safety alert after a brand of Gorgonzola blue-veined cheese was recalled from stores due to a possible listeria contamination. So basically, bad milk has gone so bad it's now poisoning people. And of course it has to go after the nicest fucking people on this planet, Canadians. Since many Canadians have been advised to not eat or serve this toxic blue cheese, I say send it down south to America. 
you know, a big majority of America doesn't listen to doctors or scientists. Just tell them that it's American made and let Mother Nature run her fucking course because COVID is taking too damn long. And that's all we have for you here on the Making a Martini Special News Bulletin. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Okay, so New Year's resolutions. If you don't know what a New Year's resolution is, it's basically an excuse for someone to try and do something different or better and starting at the beginning of the year. Uh, By definition, it is when a person resolves to continue good practices, change an undesired trait or behavior, accomplish a personal goal, or otherwise improve their behavior at the beginning of a calendar year. So, basically what I said. And the idea of um, resolutions, they've been around actually for quite a while, you know, like 4,000 years or something. Uh, People used to make promises to their gods at the beginning of the year, saying they would do shit like return borrowed goods or pay their debt and stuff. During medieval times, knights would make a promise and commitment to chivalry known as the Peacock Vow. Coming this fall on NBC. Uh, I'm just kidding. That's not real. But um, it also has ties to Christianity and Judaism and stuff. So, you know, it's been a while. In America, resolutions sort of started taking off at the end of the Great Depression and through, well, now, I guess. Um, and if we are talking about the idea of committing to resolutions, I feel like I just have to, you know, bring up some fun little facts and percentages to, you know, keep the mood up. Um, so first off, 59% of young adults, which includes people from the ages of 18 to 34, have New Year's resolutions, which they make up the largest demographic of people that have them. Uh, 48% of all resolutions are pretty much related to exercise, weight loss, eating healthier you know, the top three. 23, 23% of all people who set a resolution fail within the first week, and only 36% make it past the first month. And I know, like, back earlier, I would, like, do, like, I'm not going to drink as much, and I failed that one in, like, 10 hours. So, <laughs> whatever. Um, and actually, in the total of people that have resolutions, only 9% of them will actually, or can actually say that they achieved them, which is crazy. Um, and this is all based on a study that I found from last year. Um, so I'm sure that there are years that are better. I'm sure there are years that are worse. Um, I mean, as of last year, you know, whatever, those are just some numbers for you. Um, and I have a list of the top 10 most common new year resolutions and they are as follows. Number one, exercise more Two, eat healthier. Three, lose weight. Okay. Those are the three I was talking about. Four, save more money. Five, pursue a career ambition. Six, spend less time on social media. Seven, take up a new hobby. Eight, cut down on drinking. Nine, renovate a part of the house. Ten, spend time with family. I love that drinking and renovating a house comes before spending time with your family. I can relate. (laughs) So I want to talk a little bit about why New Year's resolutions fail. Because I I truly do think it all comes down to the pressure of choice. Um, I think a lot of people don't really think about their resolutions until like, I don't know, here we are the day of New Year's Eve talking about it. I didn't start thinking about mine until this week when I came up with the idea of this episode. But, you know, um, even all the resolutions that I listed at the top, listed in that like top 10 list, they're all like, I think, pretty big goals. And they're all kind of vague, with like with the exception of renovating a house, 
And that one has a pretty hard start and end to it. So that one, we'll let that one stay. But, um, you know, like exercise more, lose weight, use less social media. I mean, outside the weight, you can't really measure those things. I mean, I guess you could, you know, like calculate your time at the gym working out. But I guess if you're doing that, then you probably don't have to worry about not achieving your resolution if you're like tracking how much time you're there. So I think setting more specific resolutions is a much healthier way. Okay. Because at the end of the day, no one likes to fail, except people that like to play the victim, but that's a different topic. So let's take, for example, the lose weight, exercise more idea, right? Instead of saying, I just want to lose weight, I just want to exercise more, why not set a goal um, for how much weight you want to lose and make it realistic? You know, set goals for sections of, of months. Like, like think about this resolution quarterly, maybe. For Q1, you want to lose 10 pounds. And Q2, maybe you want to lose 20. Like, whatever floats your soon-to-be-thinner boat, Okay. You know, don't be just like, I'm just going to lose weight. Because technically, you can achieve that goal if you lose one pound. I mean, and maybe that is your goal. Maybe you just want to lose one pound. Hey, who am I to say? But for people that want to lose weight and not just a pound, give yourself some hard and fast, you know, deadlines, goals to hit, things like that, right? Um, The social media one, I mean, that one's, especially now, like, I can only speak to Apple. But, you know, Apple now has settings that will not let you use your apps if you spend over a certain period of time on them. Uh, And you just have to go in and set, like, you know, you don't want to use more than a certain amount during a certain time period or or something like that. Or even you can, I think, turn it off for, like, time frames. I don't do this (laughs) because I don't. It's not my resolution. But the technology is out there, you know. And I guess you could, like, if you do set that stuff up, you could just go in and change the settings. You know, if you're, like, using an app and your phone's like, nope, you've been on it too much. Um, but if you have to go back in to reset the settings to allow yourself back into an app, then the social media resolution probably isn't for you, you know? One of the resolutions I hate the most are the ones where people say, I want to be a better person. Yeah, I bet the fuck you do. But, you know, who's supposed to measure that, right? Instead of saying, I want to be a better person, maybe resolve to ask at least one person a day how their day is going. Or resolve to, to, like, you know, do a one good deed a week. I mean, I guess it all depends on how bad of a person you think you are. I mean, even for me, just now, it was like, ooh, one good deed a week. It was the fucking time. But I, I really love the idea of New Year's resolutions in general, right? I truly have never kept one. I think about it a lot. I think I just pick bad ones, and I don't hold myself account- accountable, which is where you, my dear listeners, come in. Uh, I'm going to tell you my New Year's resolution, and I'm going to be honest, I need your help to keep me accountable. So I am resolving to bring on more people I don't know as guests onto the podcast. And I love all of the guests that I have had on, you know, some more than once, some more than twice, some are Adele, who's like been on 90. Um, And I do, I, I really love all of those episodes. I love all the episodes we've done. There isn't one that we've done. Actually, there is one episode that I've done that I've just been like, whatever. I'm not going to tell you which one. You have to guess. You probably already know. Um, but I, I really want to start getting back to the roots of why I wanted to start making a martini. And that was to bring people in to teach me things that I don't know about. Um, now, does this mean you will not hear from people that have been on before and they may be your show favorite? Absolutely not. Maybe this means... Boop, 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 boop. I just had a... I don't know where I went. But maybe that just means, you know, like... 
I do, you know, more than two episodes a month, or maybe I need a whole month to really dive into research of an episode, but I want to get some new voices on here because I think it's a disservice to you, my gorgeous listeners, not to. I mean, you know, I can talk about random movies and serial killers for days on end, but that was never the initial intention of this show. So, you know, if you feel like I am not giving you the content I'm resolving to right now, let me know. You know, I have multiple social media platforms. You can email me at, uh, you know, I've got makingmartini1 at gmail.com, you know, whatever. And when it comes to your resolution, if you need an accountability partner, you shouldn't ask me because I will not be good at it. And my gift to you is that information. <laughs> oh, where the fuck am I? Okay. Um, well, to sum up, pick achievable short-term or long-term, whatever makes you feel froggy, goals for your resolution, and specific. Be specific about it because you deserve to achieve it. And hey, you know what? Here's the other thing. If you don't achieve something that you were that you know you set out to do today or for the beginning of the year for the rest of the year uh you didn't fail you just stumbled a little you know take the wing the winds the wind i said wings take the wings and maybe get some wings but no take the wins you made and ignore a temporary loss right cuz don't let that stop you so that's really it it's new year's eve who knows if you guys listen to this today you know, <laughs> might, might come after. It might be helpful after. I don't know. But if you did listen to, to it today, then I wish you a truly wonderful and happy new year. I mean, I wish you that too if you didn't listen to it on New Year's Eve. But, you know, if you're hearing this on New Year's Eve, happy new year. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to bring you more content in season four. Everyone, please be safe. If you're going out and drinking, remember... A $70 Uber is still $5,000 cheaper than a DUI, and y'all know I'm talking from experience. So, uh, if you're a fan of Baking Martini, please tell everyone that you know. You know that we are an Instacart affiliate. The link is in the episode notes. If you sign up, you get um, free delivery off your first order over $30, I think. It's $20 or $30. Plan for $30. Um, and we also have a link to the buy me a coffee. If you're a fan and you want to do something for me and you want to maybe buy me a coffee or a cocktail or whatever you want to donate, you can donate there. Um, we do have some really big things making a martini related coming next year, separate from the podcast. So stay tuned on that. Uh, and then also, if you want to be a huge fan, you can leave me a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts because it has been a while since I got one and I would love to see that number go up a little bit, please please rate it and with a good rating don't rate me if you're gonna give me a bad rating i don't have that skin to handle a bad rating (laughs) um but yeah i think that's it and and being that this is the end of season three and it's new year's eve you bitches know i couldn't end the episode without a little song so this is for all of you beautiful fans out there who listen i love you Maybe it's much too early in the game Oh, but I thought I'd ask you just the same What are you doing New Year's? New Year's Eve 
wonder whose arms will hold you good and tight when it's exactly twelve o'clock at night welcoming in the new I'm crazy to suppose I'd ever be the one you chose Out of a thousand invitations you'd receive Oh, but in case I stand one little chance here comes the jackpot question in advance. What are you doing, New Year's, New Year's Eve? Oh, but in case I stand one little chance, here comes the jackpot question in advance. What are you doing, New Year, New Year's Eve? Happy New Year, you cunts, from everyone at Making a Martini. <laughs>